storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. Hello and welcome back to 4000 and Counting. I'm Wattie, this is Mark, and today we have a juicy, juicy one. So there has been talks of a 12 team joining the NIHL National League. Mark, I think 12 teams make sense. Obviously, we've got an odd number right now. 11 teams doesn't work. One team's always got a night off. You on board with making it a 12-team league? All day. All day. Now I agree with what you said there. 12 teams is just nice. Nice number. Yeah, it makes just means everyone's got a game every night. You then don't have what Leeds have, where they played... In Chef uh, at home on Friday night, I believe, against the Steel Dogs. Then they had a game at the weekend, and then they played on the road at the Dogs on Tuesday, on the road at the Raiders on Wednesday. Like that's a bit of a shit schedule. Like if you're working, if you're working in that league, that's three times you've got to go to your boss in the space of five days and be like, I. Well, for the home game, you might get away with a half day or maybe like a, a late afternoon finish. But when you're going to Raiders and maybe not so bad with the Steel Dogs, again, it's only a 45-minute trip, but obviously they've ended up being late to their game. So there's that aspect of it. And these guys have to take that time off work. If you're self-employed, those, those, those missed paychecks are going to add up. Also, you've got the thing there where you can't always guarantee the players are going to be available for these changes midweek fixtures. Some of these, like you say, have jobs and they get a good income and can't let down their clients or whatever. You know, this isn't a professional league as such. They're not on full-time hockey contracts, unfortunately. It's it's a little bit tough on teams. You want to see the best, what the teams can bring out. And when you've got an important midweek game and you're missing a couple of guys because of work, yeah, because of work commitments, this kind of can be a kick in the balls and can have an effect on the result. It most certainly could have an effect on the result. I also think with 12 teams, it gives you that option of, I think, better cup competitions for a start. I'm I'm not a massive fan of the cup, but we will be previewing the uh, both cups, actually. I'm a fan of the Challenge Cup and the Elite League, but I'm not a fan of the games counting as double in the National Cup and then a semi-final and a final. I think... I think 12 teams, that evens that up. We get a, a bit of a better cup competition. And I th- I think it gives you options maybe to make the playoffs a little sexier as well. We could do some series, get some rounds going. That's a video for another day. I would love to talk about that. But who would the team be? Who let let's look at let's look at some options. So you got the obvious ones. You got the last year's NIHL South. One and NIHL North one champions Streatham and Solway. They're the obvious yeah. ones that that jump straight off the page. Then you've almost had a resurgence in Slough. They they look a lot better. They they were obviously in the EPL for a time, for a long time. They're in the BNL. They they would be fantastic. Get sorry. Let's try that again. It would be fantastic if they were to get back at that level of hockey. And then up north, maybe maybe Whitley. Whitley Warriors, I don't know if they would have any aspiration. They're always there and thereabouts. Is there any of those four teams or anyone that I would maybe missed off that you think could potentially get a look in? 
No, honestly, I think you've named them all. Maybe, yeah, Whitley. I don't know. Blackburn have Blackburn. a big fan, ba- big fan base. That was but, the next one. But So our producer, Graham's actually from up that neck of the woods. And he does a bit of work on the audio side and stuff like that with the Blackhawks podcast. He he talked to me about it. It's not such an affluent area. So if you were to put, yeah, you might get, I don't know, say I'm I'm, I'm just going to ad lib on the prices here completely. Let's say you get a thousand people paying nine pound. How many of them same thousand people are going to be happy to pay 15 pound or 16 pound so that you can compete in the National League? It is a massive jump. It is a seven pound, eight pound jump on a ticket. I'm sure there's deals for families and all that to be had and logistical stuff that would get talked about later on. But in terms of decent enough ice rink, good fan base, it could work. I think Streatham people would probably expect to be the team to go up. They've got the most depth. They're they're the most kind of roster ready team for that league. But you have an absolute housing fucking nightmare in London. Yeah. Major factor. Well, you, you can't bring Thomas Karpoff or, you know, Jonas Hoogan and then s- s- stick them 45 minutes outside London because that's the only place you can afford to rent. Rent's insane. I guess a lot of these, and the other thing is guys at that level, and this will probably equate to all those teams guys at that level that are playing there now potentially wouldn't want to step up to the national league you're going to get you're going to get some of the young guys that would love to and you're going to get some of the guys that are you know mid-20s early 30s whatever it may be who have jobs careers families outside hockey where the one practice a week and one game weekend some games two weekends some games no weekends uh, no game weekends, then for them, telling them they've got to practice three times a week and go play two games every weekend, including midweeks, there's going to be a lot of guys that turn around and turn that deal down. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, like you say, on life outside of work, outside of hockey. You know, they've got the balance with playing with Streatham. From what I understand, the, the guys just love to be there. They've got that balance of life, hockey and work. And, and it's yeah, a good balance. Yeah, and that's ultimately at that level, that's what you need. That keeps hockey players interested. They're not being overworked in that respect. But this level, you know, as you go higher level, I agree, like like you get more training, stuff like that. And, so, you know, that's not attractive for some of these guys. They're happy at that level because it's competitive. It's a very good standard. And, yeah, they get to play with their boys. I think infrastructure-wise, Stratton have got a fantastic ice rink. They've yep. got a good fan base. So they could go up, they could make it work. They were competitive when it was at NIHL 1 South the first year after the EPL demise, and they ended up with getting stuck in in the league that they weren't supposed to be in. Uh, They competed well. I I think they've got a better team now, a much better team now going forward. And guys like Ely Newman's that can chip in goals all day long, Dingle and Paints are ripping it up right now. That's obviously you're not even talking about like my brother or Vanny or some of the other guys. So that they're very strong, but they did lose to Solway in the playoff championship last year. And I obviously just said about my brother and Vanny, they weren't playing in that game. So I think that that has a massive factor when you talk about key players missing big games. That was 
that was a key factor in that game. But Solway, they beat everything that went in front of them last year, and they've been doing it for a fucking long time. And if there's a team that I think deserve a crack at the National League the most, and the team that I would like to see, it would be Solway Sharks. I think from top to bottom, coaching staff, um, ownership, the ice rink, everything, it works there. Now, if they want it, let's hear some noise. Let's hear some noise from you guys. If write in the comment section, share these videos, share them on the pages. Let's let's get it talking. I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see if the Solway Sharks fans would you travel in the National League? Because I guess this is going to be the factor for a lot of the national teams when they when they vote in and they're thinking about finances and they're thinking about costs. Now, I'm not expecting Solway Sharks fans to be down in Bainstoke and Slough every week. But if they were to bring them in and do the fixtures the correct way, I'm I'm a big fan of the southern teams. So Slough, uh, Bees, Raiders, Wildcats, Pitbulls, Bison. That would be five. One more southern team, maybe MK. Phantoms in the southern. I would put MK in the southern over okay, Phantoms, yeah, yeah. Prob- probably. Probably. Yeah. So if they were like the six most southern southern teams, they that then would play off up there. They'd only go up there and they'd play Saturday, Sunday. It would be, and then when Dumfries or Dumfries, Solway, sorry, were to come down, they would do the same down here. Even if they didn't say play Basingstoke two games that weekend, they play Basingstoke and then they play Bees. The next time they come down, they play Bristol, they play Swindon. However they work it, when they're coming down here, they play two teams close to each other. So it's one night in a hotel and they can travel on bus. Same thing. Peterborough and Milton Keynes are pretty close together. They could do back-to-back games there. They could do back-to-back games in Sheffield and Leeds. You could argue Telford maybe and Hull or whatever, however they wanted to do it on the way back home. But I think if they were to, it, again, it's going to be a lot of commitment for them, but I think if they were to be playing two games on the road and then two games at home, two games on the road, two games at home, it could save everyone a bit of money. If known long-term in advance, hotel deals, I'm sure the league could go out and start looking at getting hotel deals in place for their for their clubs, for their members, so that they could be, be able to say, I don't know, Premier Inn, Hilton, whoever it is. Right, we have... A team from Dumfries is going to be traveling to these cities on these dates. What can you do? We're going to pre-book fucking hundreds of rooms throughout the year. Same thing. We've got these teams going up to Dumfries. What hotel? Do you know what I mean? It's just so the yeah. league's kind of getting in front of it. Even if it you takes we need, uh... 20 quid off a room. Even if it takes 20 quid off a room over the course of the season, that's a fucking lot of money. Oh, yeah. We could learn a thing or two potentially there from like having Belfast in the Elite League and the way that they do things there. You know, traditionally clubs go over there and they'll have a double header. Yeah, it works. And then we saw they work together, the fixture, the fixture people or whatever. Surely, you know, they could work with each other and sort of give some guidance, some advice. Whereas, you know, the fixture secretaries, whatever in our league might not be so used to these kind of scheduling. So you've got a potential there if they work together. Also, we're we're looking at looking at it just from purely a team aspect, I'm going to look at it from a fan and a player aspect. When you play back-to-back, those games get rough. They get chippy. 
rivalries happen. Players get fucking pissed off. You remember a guy running you yesterday. You might not remember as well in seven weeks when you play him again. When you play him tomorrow, oh, number four. face-off becomes very interesting, eh? It just, it just adds a little bit of niggle. It adds a little bit of grit. It gets... It also, which again, I'm going to go back to it. It leads us into another video. If this works, then there is no reason we can't facilitate three... Uh, Three game playoff series. The higher seed, the higher seed gets two games at home. And you know, you play the first game away and then the second two games at home. It always builds more it also builds more excitement going to those games with a double header. If the first game's an interesting one, the fans want to come or that weren't going to go to the return leg at the away barn or whatever have now decided, do you know what? That game Stick could be very games. interesting tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, stick for both games and they do that. And not only that, obviously we live in Britain. We have a drinking culture in Britain. Fans get on the buses. We saw five fans going down to the Challenge Cup in Sheffield, two busloads, drinking, partying, singing songs, drinking pints, having fun. It it's It's got a lot of potential. And I think if people really dissect it and look at it, it could work. Now, whether they have to do it in a conference system, if it was to be Solway, where we have six north, six south, you play two against the opposite conference, home and away, and you play three home and away against the teams in your conference, and you do it that way, it works. Whitley, I don't know. I I don't think Whitley would be the team that I'd see stepping up. Can't see it, no. I, I don't know if Lobby would have any interest in that. I don't know if the guys there would have any interest in that. I'm not sure if the fan base would. And I mean, please feel free. Let me know. Don't want to speak out of turn on your behalf, but I just, I don't see him being competitive if they were to step up. That's that's a fair comment. Yeah, I'd agree. You, what, what you want ultimately is that 12 team to be competitive. You don't want them just to make up numbers. You want to know where the league is going right now. It's going in the right direction. Next year will be a very strong year. And if you get this 12th team in that can battle, like you say, Solway on paper, have a have a great team. Not and only that, they have the opportunity with it's a national league. Anyone that wants to fucking send a two-way in Scotland, send them to Solway. So you've got Brayhead, sorry, Glasgow Clan, Dundee Stars, Five Flyers, all there. How many kids are playing in that SNL that want to maybe take a jump up? They're not quite good enough for the Elite League. They're too good for that SNL. Maybe Solway would pip a couple of those guys. Some of the other guys living up north. We saw like James Hutchison played for Solway for a while, commuting. It's only just over the border. It's not a million miles away. So I don't know. Solway would be my show. Do you know what? Now you've mentioned it, you could chuck in Edinburgh. See now we are getting into distance territory. Dumfries, I'm is, thinking more flights. Dumfries is literally over the border. So if you're yeah. if you're driving on a on a team bus, it's it's really not not bad at all. Edinburgh, yeah, a bit too far. Bit too far. Bit of a fucking joke of an organisation. Like they're up and down more on the Horsnickers, so you never really know what's going on. I think Solway have demonstrated over the the last few years their sustainability, their direction, yeah. and 
they're on ice ability as well. We had many re- good reviews when they, when they're traveling that NIHL North League. They seem to be the team to beat. Seems to be the team to watch. Everyone seems to like enjoy watching them. Um, Slough would be a good shout. Now I think it might be a, a couple of seasons too early for Slough, but they do it right. They've got some good youth prospects. They've got an ice ice rink, which is key. Like they're ha- having a Solway same thing. They've got a nice rink. Stratum same thing. Whitley Bay not so not so much, but Slough got some good youngsters. How it would work, I don't know. With bees playing out of Slough, the fact that Slough have about fucking seven bees, bees have about seven Slough players on two ways. I really, I, I, I don't know how it would work. I would love to see it. Could it work having two senior teams playing out the same facility? One, one has a home game Saturday. One has a home game Sunday. I know there's not too many clashes now, purely on the basis that it's. As I said in that NIHL one, sometimes you're only playing one game a weekend, sometimes you're playing none. Unless you're in all the cups and like the London Cup and the fucking who cares cup, then you're not guaranteed to have two games every week. Whereas national you are gonna unless you're that there would be no odd team out. So you'd have a, a game every night. Yeah. Slow would be a good one, but it's yeah, after the Bracknell uh the unfortunate events with Bracknell's ring. I think it just adds too much pressure there. And I don't know. I think there's possibly not enough uh, depth depth for British players to jump up to that level. Well, because you, you run Especially into... With the, two, the two ways. You, well, you run it's into the situation because you've, you've obviously down there already, you've got Swindon, Bees, Basingstoke, arguably Bristol in on the mix. It's tough recruitment. Who who goes yeah. there? Who goes there in that league? I mean, Hull have found out this year. Look, guys are settled in Sheffield. Guys are settled in Leeds. It's going to be difficult to draw them away and grab them and get them to go to Hull. So they're going to have a fight on their hands and they're going to have to get creative. And that's why look, Matty Davis, he went with two backup elite league goalies as his goalies. He brought in some, some guys from left field that maybe people weren't expecting. But that's that would have to be the case if Slough were to step up. Whereas I think, and we keep harping on and and giving them double wristers, but I think Solway is the team for me. So, 12th team, Solway Sharks. Love to see it. Agreed. Right, okay. If that's the case, what would Solway have to change in order to be able to compete at that level? Because the NIHL National is not the NIHL One North. I ultimately think, I've got to stop saying ultimately, I think two ways with clan, something like that. Would I mean, it's really not fast. Dumb, dumb it would boost. They would have to. They, they would have to because the team they have right now, as good as it is for the, the hockey they're playing, is not good enough for the league above. So you'd have to add add some sort of guys. You need a, and I'm not saying Liam Stewart, but a guy like that. They don't currently have a guy like that. You need two very good imports that could compete. You need solid goaltending, which I think they've already got. They've got they've got pieces. They've got our boy Ross Murray up there, and I I like what they've got. I just think they need more and. It'd be interesting to see who would go. I imagine it is going to be some of those younger guys that are not quite getting the ice time. 
I imagine you, you just saw Jordan Bresser go down to sign for the Steel Dogs, leaving the clan. Matt Cowlett gone down to Leeds. Perhaps if there's something up in Scotland there, both of those guys just head down on head down on like loan trials, not loan, not a trial. What would you call it? Yeah, like a loan where the clan would be Basically. like, we'll loan you to to Solway, whether it be to the end of the year or. But we ultimately, because we want these guys to try and stay in the elite league, right? Yeah. And if they can do it where they're already within an elite league structure, within a franchise, i.e. the clan and Dumfries, then it makes sense because distance-wise, it's not horrific travel. And we might, that way, see more Brits get an opportunity in the elite league as a result of it. You've got a good talent pool up in Scotland as well. And the thing you have to think is you've got the Elite League and then you've got the SNL. There's no, and the National is you're going to put below the Elite and above the SNL. So players that want to play a higher standard of hockey will all of a sudden have a team within a closer range of playing standard hockey where they know they can't get to the Elite League, but they want to challenge themselves more. But you've got a great opportunity there if Solway were to go to the National. Well, Solway could pick the best players up out of that SNL if they really want to take that next step. But I reckon that's enough. We've obviously nailed our colours to the wall. We are going to go with the Solway Sharks. Let us know in the comments below. Like, comment, get involved. Turn on the uh, notification buttons. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. More content coming soon, including previews of both Belfast Giants and Five Flyers in the Elite League Challenge Cup. Down in the National, we're going to be previewing the Peter Phantoms versus Leeds Knights. What else have we got coming up? We're going to wrap up last week uh, last weekend's Euro Challenge for GB. Three impressive victories there. We're going to be talking about that. And loads more. So make sure you're subscribed to 4000 and counting. Peace. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand.